Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite films, um, by one of my favourite directors, uh, starring one of my favourite actors. And it's a, uh, it's a very inspiring film, uh, it's a very visually stunning film, and it's a film that really did push the boundaries i believe in uh both special effects and in the depiction of uh space and the potential of the the human endeavor to uh journey out into space and potentially colonize uh other planets uh starting with uh most likely the planet mars and uh without further ado Uh, The film I'm talking about is the 2015 science fiction film The Martian, uh, which was directed by Ridley Scott, uh, stars uh, Matt Damon, and uh, the the script and the story uh, was adapted by Drew Goddard from the 2011 novel The Martian by Andy Weir. And uh, the, the story of the novel and the film... Uh, revolves around and follows uh, the journey um, of an American astronaut uh, by the name of Mark Watney uh, who becomes stranded alone on the surface of Mars in the year 2035 and it sees him uh, attempting to improvise in order to survive um, after he's uh, stranded on the surface and um, the film also stars uh, Jessica Chastain, uh, Jeff Daniels, Kristen Wiig, Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, Sean Bean, uh, Michael Piena, uh, Kate Mara, Sebastian Stan, Axel Henney, Mackenzie Davis, Donald Glover and Benedict Wong. And uh, as I was saying, it's absolutely one of the most uh, inspiring films, uh, one of the most visually stunning films that I've ever seen, I think. Um, and the way that it depicts not only the surface of Mars, but the absolute uh, groundbreaking endeavour uh, that of, of putting a man on another planet, uh, on on Mars uh, would be and the way that they tell the the, the story in, in the film uh, you can absolutely you believe with every second that goes by that uh, what happens could potentially happen because up until now um, no uh, astronaut has um, 
has died in space. And that is always the fear uh, of all astronauts. Um, but, uh, you know, as the, the main character, uh, Mark uh, Watney, uh, says that uh, you have to be you have to be you have to be afraid even if you're an astronaut because the potential of of dying during a mission is is quite high because <clears throat> excuse me just to leave the 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 paradise confines of earth and go into space is uh every time an astronaut does that they are risking their life and to potentially um go on a and a 18 month uh, mission to Mars um, um, or you know it just it just boggles the mind and anybody who would choose to do that would be um, very special in lots of ways and very dedicated and and um, it makes me think uh, about who the real astronauts uh, are going to be who are in reality going to undertake such a mission to go to the red planet and uh, be the first people to set foot on Mars um, and that is going to happen that is going to happen very within the next 10 years they say so um, who knows uh, but as I say the, the, the story of the film the story of the novel um, is set in the year 2035 so it's within it's within touching distance you could say and you could imagine within the next 14 years a a scenario uh, playing out very similar to the one that we see in Mars well hopefully not because nobody wants to see anybody left behind uh, on a mission and it, of course, it's not planned. Um, it all takes place uh, after the crew of the Ares Three mission to Mars is exploring the uh, Asadalia Planitia uh, on uh, on Mars uh, on um, the Martian solar day of eighteen of their thirty-one Sol uh, day expeditions, because um, on on Mars, a Martian day is um, is a little uh, different uh, than it is on on um, on Earth. Um, uh, there is a, I think, uh, a Mars solar hour is one uh, of uh, one and a quarter of a Sol day. Um, so. There is, um, I think it's 26 hours on Mars instead of 24 hours here on Earth. Something like that. Uh, but in any case, the time is, is, is different. Um, and uh, where the, uh, the crew of the Ares 3 uh, have uh, landed and um, have uh, set up a a base um their expedition is a uh, a a plane on mars um 
in a volcanic province, uh, which um, uh, I guess they are uh, looking to uh, take uh, geological samples and um, and uh, analyze them for uh, potential of uh of life which is something that um or prehistoric life uh fossilized life which is something that uh has been one of the um the mission goals of a lot of the um the missions to mars that have been have been sent um just recently the uh the mars 2020 um uh mars exploration uh, program uh, that uh, includes the the rover, the Mars rover Perseverance, and the helicopter drone Ingenuity reached uh, Martian orbit um, on the uh, the eighteenth of February twenty twenty one, and it uh, it uh, has it successfully landed at. Um, 2055 uh, UTC and um, the touchdown it was in uh, the Jezero crater and I watched it live on television um, I watched it on uh, NASA TV and um, the the anticipation and the worry in the people working at NASA uh, for the success of this mission was palpable and when it successfully landed and they were able to transmit images back to earth you know the the joy and the you could see the the the, the passion the the love that these that these uh, absolute um heroes um have for their work is uh is amazing to see and uh and uh, you know at some point very soon within the next 10 20 years you know there will be there will be men landing on uh, on Mars, um, as is uh, portrayed uh, within the film *The Martian*. So, um, within the film, they've landed um, uh, on the, on the the Martian surface. They've set up a camp. They're doing some geological um, experiments, uh, but a severe dust storm. Um, starts to roll in they start to get a, uh, a weather report and uh, that threatens to um, topple the Mars ascent vehicle the MAV which is a the vehicle that is on the surface of Mars that will um, allow them to travel back uh, into space uh, so that they can um, eventually return to the earth because there is a an orbiting uh vessel um in in space uh but to go from the the ground to to space they need this um this mars ascent vehicle so uh as a result of this um the the mission commander um uh melissa lewis who is uh, a geologist as well as the Ares 3 mission commander, uh, played by Jessica Chastain, um, scrubs the mission, orders the scrub of the mission, um, and uh, 
she and uh, all the other astronauts uh, try and start to make their way to the uh, to the MAV, uh, which is called the Hermes. Great name, I have to say. Um, but as I say, the this storm, this dust storm, is getting even uh, more severe by the second. And um, as they're trying to fight their way through this uh, this um, this dust, this very thick Martian red dust, um, they uh, and trying to make their way back to the Hermes. Uh, Mark Watney, uh, played by uh, Matt Damon, is hit by uh, some debris, and um, the telemetry from their bio suits. Uh, that they're using to make their way back to the um, back to the Hermes is damaged, and um, and there has to be a choice. There has to be a decision made by um, Commander Lewis, played by Jessica Chastain, to to leave without recovering um, Mark, and it's believed that he may be dead. Uh, as a result of being hit by the, this debris, um, and um, as a result of this, the the crew get on the MAV uh, just as it is getting very near to toppling over, and they take off, and they um, they go back to their uh, back to their ship. Um, which is waiting in orbit, and um, then they uh, make preparations to return to Earth. However, um, Mark Watney awakens after the storm. Uh, he's injured. Uh, he's been uh, punctured by a piece of um, shrapnel in his uh, his abdomen. Uh, he's low on oxygen, uh, as his uh, his um, suit is telling him. Um, so he uh, slowly but surely makes his way back to the uh, surface habitat, um, which uh, he and the, the rest of the crew had set up. And he uh, treats his wound um, uh, by doing some uh, self-surgery. Um, by taking out this um, this spike-looking um, piece of debris, uh, he has to um, take a stapler and uh, staple up his his wound, his uh, to stitch his wound. But um, he he recovers and uh, he starts to begin recording uh, a video diary, which is something that he continues to do throughout the throughout the film um but uh the debris that hit um mark was uh a part of the communications relay i think and um and because he no longer has any communications with earth he has no communications with the the hermes uh vessel in orbit um he uh, decides uh, that he has to try and survive any way he can. Um, 
but his only real chance of being rescued is the the next Mars mission, which will take place four years later, uh, which will be the Ares 4, but this uh, will land uh, about 2,000 miles away at the the Shia Pirelli crater. Um, And, of course, uh, the potential of having to survive for four years on his own means that he's going to have to try and conserve anything that he has including water food and um, of course you can imagine that uh, a lot of these things would be in very short supply and um, there's no way that he'd be able to sustain himself for that long but he makes a plan uh, to ration his food and uh, because he was the mission's botanist uh, he uh, conceives of a plan to create an improvised garden inside the uh, the habitat um, where he's uh, living which is kind of the which was their the mission base camp using uh, Martian soil uh, fertilized with the crew's bio waste um, which uh, as you can imagine is what is uh, contained within packets uh, after the crew uh, been to the bathroom. So he collects them to create a type of um, fertilizer uh, to allow uh, the uh, the uh, seeds uh, um, of uh, vegetables and such, so that they could um, they could grow. Uh, uh, he's also um, able to manufacture water from a leftover fuel rocket, uh, which is quite he's quite an ingenious uh, um, astronaut. And the, the things that he he devises, the the solutions that he devises to the predicaments that he faces are incredible. Really, the the fact he 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 knows to you know seal off the the habitat uh part of the habitat um and uh basically um stimulate uh uh condensation within um so that the the plants that have been uh planted will have some kind of uh, will have some nutrients some some water so that they can they can grow uh, and then he uses the crew's unused potatoes um, and um, and he basically lives quite a, a lot of the time when he's on the Martian surface eating potatoes um, and to the point where at one point during the the film he says that he doesn't want to see another potato for the rest of his life um and he also begins to modify the the rover that they use to go from place to place uh on uh, the martian surface for um the distance that it would take to get to the Ares for landing site um but a lot of the things that he has to contend with is um oxygen and the heat uh and also the power supply because um he uh 
he has to, to make the the trip it, it all has to be electric so he um he digs up a uh a uh i think it's a part of the nuclear reactor that uh uh got the one of the spacecraft to mars that they had buried and he uses that as a source of heat which he puts in the rover to keep him warm so that he can uh he can make the 2000 mile trip um because he uh, at one point when he tries to to travel he he f- nearly freezes to death uh so that the heat is um something that he needs to have as well as have um power to to regulate the engine to make sure he can get to the landing site however and however on earth um nasa they uh they they had reported that uh that he had died that mark watney had died and the crew had had to leave him behind and uh Jeff Daniels plays uh, Theodore Teddy Sanders, the director of NASA. Um, and um, Kristen Wiig, she plays Annie uh, Montrose, the director of media relations for NASA. And they know that if this gets out, that, you know, a, a, an astronaut has died on a mission, that it could have a very negative uh, effect on public's perception of the space program. Um, but um, a, a NASA satellite planner by the name of um, Mindy Park, uh, who is uh, who is played by Mackenzie Davis, she is looking at um, images uh, that were taken. Uh, by um, one of the satellites uh, encircling Mars and she notices that uh, some equipment has been moved uh, one of the, that the, the rover has moved from one place to another and she realises that there is no other way that this could have happened other than Mark Watney to have moved it which means that he is alive so straight away uh, the NASA director uh teddy sanders uh releases uh the news to the public um however they don't inform the crew of the Ares three who is en route back to earth um and they keep this uh a secret um even from and even though the uh the uh the mission uh flight director uh by the name of uh, Mitch Henderson, uh, who's played by Sean Bean, wants to wants to tell them. He says it's not fair that his his crew just keep going on the Ares three, keep going back to Earth, even though and knowing, th- believing that you know Mark Watney's dead and um, he's a uh, he's alive. So, um, but they they do keep it uh, under wraps for quite a while. And then uh, Mark Watney uh, has the ingenious idea to 
to take the rover that he's been using as a form of transport to retrieve the nearby Pathfinder probe. Um, and um, I'm not sure if you're aware with uh, the uh, the Pathfinder um, mission to to Mars that took place uh in uh 1997 uh but i remember it like it was uh yesterday i've always been um i've always been a uh a fan of uh the uh of space missions um especially uh, the martian um uh probes and the the landers that have landed on mars uh so yeah back in 1997 um the mars pathfinder uh, was a robotic spacecraft that landed uh, a base station with a roving uh, probe on Mars and it consists of a, a lander named, renamed the Carl Sagan Memorial Station uh, and a lightweight uh, wheeled robotic Mars rover named uh, Sojourner, uh, which means um, journeyer or um, explorer, pathfinder. Uh, and this became the first rover to operate outside of the Earth uh, Moon system. So, uh, Mark, when he goes to Pathfinder, he uh, digs it up because by this point it's been completely covered in in the uh, rusty coloured sand of Mars. Um, and he uses the camera and the motivate the motor on it. Uh, to establish a rudimentary two-way communication with Earth. Uh, first using handwritten signs um, and then sending and receiving ASCII in uh, hexadecimal. And it's very slow uh, uh, at the beginning, but NASA is just uh, happy and thrilled that they have contact with Mark and... Um, uh, eventually, NASA transmits a software patch to link the rover with uh, Pathfinder uh, so that they communicate via text. And then Mark Watney um, is told that the Hermes crew, uh, the crew of the Ares 3, uh, hasn't yet been made aware that he is alive. Um, but uh, he says that he doesn't blame them for leaving him behind. Um, but eventually, um, uh, Mitch, uh, Henderson, um, and, um, Teddy Sanders, uh, agree that they need to be informed. And, uh, when they are informed, they are elated that he's still alive. But like everybody at NASA and everybody on, on Earth, they're wondering how he's going to, um stay alive because um it's uh he he's uh trying to do the best he can but um you know there are several problems that he has a there is an explosion at one point uh where um one of the uh, the the airlock airlocks malfunction and there's an explosion and it kills the the potato plants um, that he'd been growing and it, uh, uh, because of the the oxygen 
that comes in it freezes the 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 soil and sterilizes it meaning that he can't um he can't grow anything uh further um and all the while um um the uh, the character of um Vincent uh, Kapoor um uh who's played by uh uh Chiwetel uh, uh who is uh, NASA director of Mars missions um uh he um and um director uh, Bruce uh, Ney uh, prepare to send a space probe to deliver enough food so that Watney can survive um, until the Ares 4 uh, arrives uh, as I say within in four years um, but unfortunately the because they, they uh, rushed the pre-flight safety inspections uh, because they want to get to to mark uh, as soon as they can the um, the rocket explodes very soon after takeoff, and um, when uh, Mark is told about this, uh, he comes to believe that um, the possibility that of his death on Mars may be inevitable. Um, but what we come to see is all uh, governments around the world are all focused on on helping to get mark back to earth because he's what he's done just surviving you know hundreds of days alone on mars by himself is inspiring everybody and as a result the the china national space administration um made contact with nasa uh, informing them that they have been developing a classified booster rocket, the uh, Taiyang Shen, and um, they seek to work out um, a way for them to send uh, the vital um, uh, uh, vital um, things that uh, Mark may need uh on on mars uh to so he can sustain himself for the four years in which he'd have to wait uh for another uh rocket mission to to arrive um but uh as a uh, mark situation grows uh even more riskier as time passes um uh one of the uh, the jpl uh, astro uh, dynamicists um, by the name of um, of Rich Purnell who's played by Donald Glover uh, comes up with a alternative plan which is to have the uh, Taiyang Shen uh, uh, deliver ron- and r- while rendezvousing with the Hermes and uh, resupply them uh, when they get close to Earth uh, so that uh, they can use the Earth's gravity to slingshot around the Earth and head back to Mars 
two years earlier than the Ares 4 mission. Um, but um, initially, um, uh, Teddy Sanders, the, um, the director of NASA, uh, dismisses this um, and uh, he considers it too risky for the Hermes crew because there are a lot of things that go wrong and you know they would have to spend uh more another year in in space um uh being away from their their families and their 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 friends um however um uh sean bean's character um mitch henderson the uh, the Hermes uh, flight director, he uh, surreptitiously sends um, Rich Pernell's plan to the crew, and they unanimously vote to carry out the plan. They disable the uh, remote controls uh, that uh, NASA could potentially use to override them uh, going back to Mars. They make. Uh, a course change and um, of course NASA then has to send the supplies to the Hermes and uh, so that they can go back to Mars and uh, attempt to save uh, Mark uh, Watney um, they also uh, tip their hat to uh, Rich Purnell by sending a cryptic message to NASA uh, saying uh, Rich Purnell is a steely-eyed missile man. Um, and the comment is a real-life reference to, an, in, to NASA history. It was uh, John Aaron's uh, quick thinking, which was credited with saving Apollo 12. And um, his colleagues declared that John Aaron is a steely-eyed uh, missile man. Um, but uh, Mark Watney... Uh, he, uh, he is informed about this mission and so he takes on the journey, uh, the 90 day journey to the, uh, Schiaparelli, um, site where the MAV for the Ares 4, uh, has already been, uh, pre-positioned, um, uh, however, um, the MAV would need to be uh, lightened uh, so that it can intercept the, the Hermes uh, spacecraft on its new course because when the spacecraft comes back into very near uh, Mars, it, what it needs to do is it needs to be caught in Mars's gravity but go back around on itself it doesn't want to fall into its gravity well and be and to have its um its speed slowed down too much because then it wouldn't have enough fuel to return to earth um uh so mark uh, he sent uh the plans and the uh a list of the the components that would need to be removed uh including the uh the nose cone um, which uh, and all also all of the the escape hatches, and he would have to 
replace that with a a, a, a canvas, a, um, a tarp. Um, and he would basically have to make the trip into space uh, by using the the rock the the, the rocket uh, of the um, the Ares four. Uh, while in a spacesuit, um, and while exposed to the vacuum of space, so he would have to be completely uh, locked in. Um, and it, all of this has to be planned out in military precision, as uh, a lot of um, the the missions to to the moon to to mars have to be um it's all about weight and trajectory and um you know it, it anything can go wrong that's why it's planned down to the the, the smallest of uh minutia um and after the takeoff the uh, the mav uh, for the Ares four uh fails to reach the required speed and um Commander Lewis on the the Hermes, played by Jessica Chastain, um, along with her crew, have to try and manoeuvre the Hermes to decelerate, um, just as they they they're passing Mars, so that they could um, uh, coordinate their trajectory with uh, with Mark, because he he doesn't make it into high. Uh, higher orbit um so um commander lewis orders a uh, directional explosive decompression of one of uh, one of the compartments uh decompressing the internal atmosphere so that it may uh align the ship so use it as a as a thruster uh, as well as using their other rcs um, thruster system to try and decelerate so that they can be at a, at a particular speed so that they would be able to to catch mark because mark is just going to be encircling around the the uh around the planet um mars and he's going to have no way of adjusting his direction or speed or anything like that uh however in a, a manned uh, maneuvering unit which is very similar to the like a, a rocket pack um, that um, some of the astronauts have used in orbit. Um, uh, um, Commander Lewis um, attempts to to reach Mark Watney, but she's unable to do so, uh, even though she's connected to a tether. It's uh, connected to the 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 Hermes. Uh, she still falls short, and this. Um, uh, leads uh, Mark wanting to pierce his pressure suit and use um, the uh, the air that is escaping from it uh, to propel him towards uh, Commander Lewis and um, it's a very uh, you know oh, the, the tension that you, when you see it, you see that you know that it's, it's within degrees of you know one one way there one way another oh that the, the stress and the um the accuracy 
uh, and just the way it was shown uh, in the film is just absolutely mind-boggling. And uh, you see it and you just think, wow, these you, you would have to be so special to be able to do this because the, the, the people... The crew of the 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 Hermes, the the Ares three, they they just they 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 plan and they practice and they they don't stop until they they uh, they've got an answer and um, they they just show that uh, they have such dedication and they have such uh, commitment to try and retrieve their 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 lost comrade. Um. And eventually, uh, with the crew all working together in unison, um, uh, Commander Lewis uh, is able to to catch Mark and to um, uh, bring him back into the the Hermes um, after Mark has spent five hundred and sixty. Uh, days alone on Mars by this point um, and then at the end of the film we see uh, Mark has returned to Earth uh, where he has become a survival instructor for astronaut candidates um, and then uh, we see um, some of the, the astronauts of the the Ares 3 team uh, watching on uh, television five years later as the the crew of the Ares 5 commanded by um, me, uh, Commander Martinez Rick Martinez who's played by uh, Michael Piena uh, who we see who is a part of the Ares 3 mission uh, but who knew uh, who now has risen to the, the rank of commander and he is about to launch with his crew uh um aboard the Ares 5 and it's a uh, it's a message that uh, no matter what happens no matter um, um no matter the difficulties no matter the the journey the uh the missions will not stop and um it's a very inspirational um moment at the end of the film in fact the entire film is inspirational in so many ways um because it it really does um it really does speak to the 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 potential uh of humanity that we are problem solvers um and that a lot of uh, a lot of people have this this um earnestness this uh longing to to go out there and explore um and they won't let anything um stop them or get in their way and uh as i was saying at the beginning of the the podcast i think this is really one of Ridley scott's best films he's made some incredible films uh but this one is really powerful um i think it's powerful for me because it speaks to my passion my love of space um and uh i love that um we are still to this day uh asking questions and still 
looking for answers about the origin of not only ourselves but of life in the universe and we've sent so many probes to the red planet all digging into the into the the rust colored martian surface um to to look for any potential uh any fossilized remains of a uh, of an alien civilization or not an alien civilization but just a even a a very um rudimentary uh very old fossil of um a life form that um that lived um on uh, the planet mars um and that's what the uh, the Mars 2020 um, Mars Exploration Program hopes to uh, bring back some results uh, as a result of um, a geological uh, analysis um, because they are going to be digging uh, into the Perseverance um, rover is going to be digging into the surface of Mars, it's going to be analyzing the the samples that it takes and then eventually over the next um over the next 10 years there'll be other probes sent that will allow for the uh, samples that have been taken to be eventually returned to earth in some capacity and um yeah just watching it launch yesterday and watching it um land on mars uh was uh just a phenomenal moment and uh and just watching the martian again and um and thinking about um the fact that no matter what uh will happen uh there will be astronauts there will be future missions real astronauts real future missions that will be potentially inspired by this film to um to go out there into the the solar system into the the cosmos and explore just as anybody who may potentially have seen star trek um or similar tv shows while growing up i can honestly say that when i was growing up i used to watch star trek and i used to see the crew of the enterprise go to all these different planets and explore these new civilizations you know i i always hoped and always wished that i could uh one day be a part of that um and i think this film the martian uh speaks to that same um that same inspirational uh lust to uh reach out our hands and and capture uh a piece of history um because the first astronauts who make it to the, the to mars whether they be a man a woman uh and from the first time that they set foot on the martian surface they are it, they are historic um be, uh, on the same level perhaps beyond that of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin who first set foot on the moon back in 1969 um, so it's going to be an incredibly powerful moment 
for humanity. Um, it's going to be inspirational, and um, yeah, if it if it all if it plays out, our uh, the the human exploration of the solar system plays out even a little like it's depicted within uh, the Martian. Um, uh, of course, hoping that there won't be any um, any occasions where uh, there'll be any kind of disaster that might lead to one of the crew being stranded on the Martian surface. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be the, the the next few years. It's going to be um, there are going to be times when we're all going to be looking at space and looking at NASA um, and we're going to be given these moments these historic moments that you know our parents uh, remember having something similar back in the 1960s when they watched the first men uh, walking on the moon you know, in, 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 the, in my lifetime in the, in the lifetime of uh, the next generation they'll be able to switch on their televisions or go on the internet and they'll be able to see real life footage of men and women setting foot on another planet um, and uh, there is, is, there's no telling um, what that will be um, what that will lead to and uh, we can only hope that uh, uh, everything goes uh, as is um, as is planned to go, and that we'll be successful in one day not only setting a, up a a colony on Mars uh, and an outpost where we can one day uh, be like uh, Mark Watney's character, where we're growing crops and we're and there. Uh, there is a civilization there that is uh, sustaining themselves and there are families and yeah it's very exciting very inspiring to to think about all the all the potentials of um of having a, a a a manned mission to mars and eventually um making a base there from which uh the next phase of the the human um, endeavor to explore even more of space and the universe can um, can be, uh, be jump started from. So it's uh, it's amazing, amazing time to be alive. And I thought the the film uh, is was great. Uh, I think it is great. Um, I think it's uh, yeah, it's a film that. You, you just you you're rooting for the you're rooting for Matt Damon's character the whole way through. But there are times when he's just sitting there on the Martian surface and he's considering his his place in the world in history. And uh, no point do you really think that he's he's going to give up uh, because he he's determined to survive and that part that. That um, that drive to survive is so powerful, and it it leads you to fall back on the basics of your knowledge and experience, and that's definitely something that um, 
Mark Watney does in the film. Um, you know, he's a botanist, so he knows how to grow things, and um, that and he survives. He survives all that time. You know, five hundred days over a year without anybody else to interact with or talk to apart from himself because he regularly records uh video diaries um uh, of course he has back and forth communication at, uh, at some point during the film but it's it's only via text uh but yeah um it would be it would definitely be a very test of of character for anybody to be put in a in a similar predicament uh to mark watney um in the in the martian if they were to find themselves in in uh in that position um and who's to say whether they uh they would they would survive um because the the harsh environment of of mars is um it's uh nothing to uh to sneeze at uh because it is a harsh environment that has um no atmosphere um and uh as as is portrayed in the film the 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 storms they have there the, it's it's uh yeah it's very uh uh imposing and um inhospitable uh, you could say, uh, but it is going to be the the place where we will, uh, the human race will, uh, in the not too distant future, set up a a colony um, because um, it's it's just the next the next thing that we we have to do, and we're, we're going to do it. And uh, I think films like The Martian will, as I say, inspire people inspire future astronauts to uh to, to do what uh what they they know must be done and to to further the 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 reach of humanity and uh inspire the human the human soul with um further examples of how we can rise to the occasion and uh, and become something bigger than ourselves and uh, yeah it'll be a fascinating and a wonderful thing to witness uh, in the future hopefully but yeah so uh, just want to say if you haven't seen The Martian uh, definitely try and check it out uh, on DVD or Blu-ray or online somewhere uh, you won't be disappointed uh, as I say, it's absolutely stunning. Um, the uh, the music as well by uh, Harry uh, Gregson Williams is great. The cinematography is fantastic. Special effects you can't even tell they're special effects because it it what what you see you uh, as you watch the film you come to believe that it's real. It's so. Uh, amazing and stunning that uh, you really don't want to miss anything um and uh yeah it's a it's such a great film really scott directed directed it like uh like no one else and um yeah matt damon's uh 
fantastic in the uh, in the role of um, of Mark Whitney and uh, yeah definitely check it out if you haven't seen it but yeah so I think we're going to leave it there for now uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for listening I uh, hope you like what you heard and I'll talk to you again soon If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon